everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Friday. You've made it through another week. It's the 19th day of June 2020. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yep. A very busy weekend for you, Big J. Yeah. Are you planning to just like completely decompress on Sunday and do nothing? I hope so. I like that. I've Yeah, I spent because you asked me yesterday how many hours I put into this. And I'm yeah. like, man, I, I go home and then I, you know, until like 7 o'clock I'm working putting stuff together and uh, doing interviews and things I'm like this is a lot of stuff going on oh man are you feeling a little bit more confident though in how it's gonna roll uh the promos look great well hey listen i didn't put that together well you were so. a part of it yeah uh no yeah i think it's gonna be a lot of fun i uh you know there'll be some hiccups i'm sure but um the, the main goal is to have a good time and to uh interact too i mean that's the, that's the whole thing you can interact and get on there on facebook and chat and make fun of me and talk about you know all, all things as long as you are giving money as well you give your money it's it's uh, yes having fun is important but it's all about the donation and, and listen i mean five bucks yeah for your entertainment purposes what can five dollars hurt and it all goes uh to a fantastic charity that has been in here multiple times remind people where the money goes uh, goes to the uh, Alzheimer's Association of Greater Idaho. Uh, for research, we'll have David Wilson. He's the uh, chairman of the board for the Greater uh, Idaho chapter here, and uh, just you know, we'll we'll have a conversation with him about where that money goes and what it does. And I'll be honest, you know, I mean, I lost my mom a couple years ago uh, to Alzheimer's. We lost my grandma to Alzheimer's as well. And you know, the information and the support that the Alzheimer's Association offers people who uh, are affected by this and those who are living with this disease is incredible and you know i wish that we had you know found them before um mom was diagnosed with dementia you know a little bit more what to do and instead of having to make some of the mistakes people make but um yeah so it's a really worthy cause it's very passionate about it and, and you know huge thanks to all the people that have helped me do this i mean uh we talked about our uh, justin rickleman from 2c video who put together the promo if you look at the morning after facebook page we'll put it on the x facebook page later uh, so many people audrey who put together our our logo the morning after logo put together this uh logo my my kids are, are helping out and just everybody uh, kind of overwhelming dude but in a good way yeah in a definitely in a good way yeah so it's happening tomorrow, 10 to 4. That's on the Morning After Facebook page, so you might want to check that out. A full-on live stream of him having fun raising some money for the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Idaho. So it's going to be a good thing. Uh, today on the show, we're chock full of good things. Last chance, Morning After style, to qualify for the ex-stuck-at-home stimulus. We're going to give that son of a gun away today. Later on tonight, as a matter of fact, with Adam around 6 o'clock or so. So you want to get in on the qualification aspect of things. You're going to want to hang around till about 7.40 or so. We'll get you started there. We're going to do some pop culture smackdown. Big J's got a life lesson for you. And yes, we have music as well. We'll do some Offspring now. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by D&B Supply. Right now at D&B Supply, get $100 off the quiet and lightweight Honda EU220 ITA generator. Whether you need some power for a campout or just an extra source of power for your home, then grab yourself a Honda at D&B Supply while you can. Big J, it looks like I picked the wrong time to stop sniffing glue and everybody else picked the wrong time to stop smoking. And I picked the wrong time to quit doing methamphetamine. <laughs> a British study finds that right now the pandemic, when people stuck at home, are probably the worst time you could find to try to attempt to quit smoking. They found that evidence suggests that if you're locked up at home, you are probably are just a little bit more lonely despite who you're around than you normally would be. And that leads to actually increased smoking, 
which people actually are more likely to start smoking in this particular time than to quit. And those that smoke smoke more cigarettes and are way, way, way less likely to quit. Scientists also found a connection between the lockdown and drinking, but found none. They were looking for it. Study authors say that if loneliness causes people to smoke and lockdown does, it's important to alert services that help people quit smoking so they can take this factor into account when helping people drop the habit or at least double their services or try a little bit harder in times when things may be a little bit more isolated. Makes sense? It's, I'm sure it's easier to quit something when you have a bunch of support, right? Sure, yeah. And uh, that's a, not an easy habit to kick as it is. And, and not so, super stress. Right. Also part of it. Exactly. One day after it was reported that Major League Baseball believed it had reached an agreement, guess what? Not so no, fast. No! No, they can't. Who cares? The, uh, apparently a lot of people... Nobody! The union disputed that and on Thursday proposed a 70-game regular season with prorated salaries. Union proposal would also have players wear advertisement patches on their uniforms for the first time in Major League Baseball history. Oh, my God. Uh, but Rob Manfred rejected it and said, this needs to be over. Till I speak with the owners, I can't give you a firm deadline. Man. So we'll see what ends up happening. But there is no deal in baseball. At least not as of yet, anyway. Hey, uh, maybe I'm reading too far into this, but I am feeling a little bit optimistic about the fact that at least for the last three or four days, uh, the White Stripes have been sharing a bunch of different stuff on their Facebook, and Jack White has been releasing a bunch of different White Stripes stuff, which makes me feel a little bit optimistic about maybe something happening in the future. Yeah. They, uh, He's been, they've been releasing stuff for years. I know, but it's all coming out in like batches right now. Like, I mean, they, they re-released three albums yesterday, and then they shared this clip yesterday of a 2000 performance of the band uh, performing at some bar in Missoula, Montana. God bless it. And uh, it, it's actually a really cool performance. It looks like there's seven people at the oh, show. Oh, man. I mean, it'd be, it, be so amazing if you were one of those people in that bar that night. Damn. Uh, basically, it, it's uh, it, they shared it because it's a part of an anniversary edition reissue that's going to contain about 25 previously unreleased tracks and live cuts. So you've got this. They just re-released the accompaniment, the accompaniment to it, uh, which is basically two colored LPs, one white and one red, of course, and a DVD housed in a hardcover case, and then they're releasing another element to it here in a couple weeks. They've got some covers on there, uh, like ACDC's Let There Be Rock and Doggy Dog, and then they plan on re-releasing White Blood Cells too, which came out in 2001, which is when the band really hit it big was uh, it was really about 2002 when the band hit their hit their peak stride dvd features a couple of concerts from the distill era uh which the label promises had never been seen before and apparently the death letter clip is presumably taken from one of those shows and it looks like you know it was recorded from a, just a straight up vhs camera that somebody propped up back <laughs> on the soundboard uh but it sounds really good and so there's that so maybe i know i mean we haven't heard from meg white at all since 2000 and what seven yeah how's she doing i don't know no idea Last we heard, she had some serious anxiety issues, and then we've never heard from her again. And so, I don't know, I'm not holding my breath or anything, but I'm just saying, it'd be really cool if there was some sort of White Stripes reunion or something so, happening. I mean, you know, just, God, man, just before they broke up, I mean... It was supposed to be here, yeah. going to be a huge arena show, and let me tell you what, um, I, I feel blessed to be able to have, have the opportunity to see the White Stripes play in concert uh, one time. Oh, uh, fantastic and, 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 live band, It's right? amazing. Oh, amazing. God. 
it's it's one of those things where I, I really, and I feel a, a bit embarrassed saying this, I was never really a White Stripes fan until I saw them live. And I had to get dragged to that show. I didn't even want to go. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. And I saw them and I was like, that's it. I'm a fan. Period. I saw, and I think it was a, maybe a year before I uh, got a chance to go uh, see them live. Maybe it was maybe it was before that, but uh, I saw Jack White's perform the White Stripes perform on the Grammys, and I was like, "Oh my God, this guy is amazing playing the guitar." I gotta see. You know, you just, sometimes it doesn't translate when you hear a song and you see them perform. And even live TV, I'm not a big fan of. You know those kind of performances, but I was blown away and made it like a goal to you see didn't, those. You didn't go, I don't think. Uh, it popped up in my memories, which is why I remembered it. But uh, the Jack White surprise show that was here, the the acoustic show at the I Egyptian. couldn't. I was oh, we, I was having. My, I couldn't go stand in line to to yeah. because uh, my my dad was in the hospital. That's right. So uh, yeah, I couldn't do it. it Otherwise, was I would have been there, man. It was a great show and a great surprise and awesome to be a part of that as well. So uh, look forward to some White Stripes uh, secret releases that may be coming out even more soon, and who knows what the whole future holds. Jay's Life Lesson on the Morning After with Nick and Big Jay. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, the life lesson here today is... Uh, I, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I think it's to survive, no matter what the cost uh, because uh, I am very lucky. I have two amazing daughters. They they are wonderful. I love them very much. Uh, so as we approach this Father's Day, uh, I just think about how much fun it's been to be a part of their lives. And you know, it's one uh, where you know I adopted them and happy to do so, and very proud of the things that they're accomplishing. But Nick, uh, I, I'm surrounded by formality, by estrogen. And, and sometimes there are things that I can't, there, I, you can't escape, and, and, and there's no preparation. I don't know if anybody could have prepared a man to do this, to, to think, hey, this, nobody sat down and said, you have daughters. Here's what's going to happen one day. And one of these things happened the other night where um, uh, one of the kids popped their head into the, to the doorway of our room Uh-oh. and said, Dad, you need to close your eyes. No. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now, I wish she would have said, close your eyes and then plug your ears. Because she walks in and here's the conversation I hear between my wife and my daughter. And that is, oh, hey, that looks really cute. And uh, clearly it is not for me to see because it is it is lingerie. Hmm. And, 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 and then the conversation goes, she... she goes it doesn't look like it fits right how did you get this on oh i had to have my sister help me put it on she goes well that's not gonna work and i'm like ah no no i mean it was difficult enough when the kids started shopping at victoria's secret okay and then i have to do the laundry and sometimes i do their laundry nick (laughs) okay man yeah it's not okay to have to, I mean, it's just the worst. And listen, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to say, I don't want to think about this. This is, oh man. And so, yeah, I'm sitting there and I'm like hearing this and and uh, the daughter's going camping with her boyfriend and, and I'm like, oh my God, no. Yeah, it's not like camping. That's the conversation that I'm hearing <laughs> and I can't unhear. And, um, you know, 
I, it's just you gotta throw up your hands and, and laugh about it because there's no way I could have been prepared ten years ago for for that. If you had told me the story that this would happen, I would have just um, I would have kicked you out. I don't know. Either way, I, I, I you know the, the one day they're gonna move out. And I'll miss these opportunities to hear this insanity. But uh, it's more than I think sometimes you can take on, on a situation like that. And uh, to uh, to have to, to think about your, about your daughter in that kind of a circumstance is not what you prepared yourself for. When is the camping trip? It's this weekend. Oh, geez, happy Father's Day, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so luckily I'm going to be very busy and I won't have to be thinking about that. Uh, other than the fact that uh, the said item was returned yesterday <laughs> so that's the best a part two-man operation to get that, it on yeah that's yeah that yeah okay. and that's the best part it's been returned and i don't know if there's been a replacement and i'm happy to not know that there's your life lesson morning after with nick and big j important stuff is on the way so is we're going to hell hold on today on the morning after with nick and big j Important stuff is brought to you by DB Supply. Right now at DB Supply, get $100 off the quiet and lightweight Honda EU. 220 ITA generator, whether you need power for a campout or just an extra source of power for your home, come grab a Honda at DB Supply, please and thank you. Big J, the Idaho Attorney General's Office and the Boise Police are warning renters to be on the lookout for a scam. Oh no. That is involving rental listings and fake ones at that and has taken several people for well over $2,000. Authorities are sending out a warning to would-be renters about a scam. The ploy works like this. Scammers use pictures and depictions of homes that are legitimately listed for sale or rent on real estate websites here in the Treasure Valley. They then create fake posts, usually on Craigslist, and offer the home for rent at an unusually low price. Like, they'll find something on Zillow that's for rent at like $1,800 and then put it up on Craigslist for $1,000 a month. Can it make sense? Yeah. What a great deal. So potential renters are like, whoa, hey, uh, that's awesome. And then they contact the scammers who will soon ask for a application payment from them, right? Yeah. Through digital cash apps like Venmo or Zelle. And those scams will sometimes run them $1,000 to $2,000. It's not a new scam, but it's been unusually prominent in recent weeks with police receiving dozens of reports from local renters about the scam. So the AG's Consumer Protection Division also says it's heard from renters. That have been exposed, the police say scammers have been able to obtain digital access codes to rental lockboxes, which also uh, may allow potential victims to view the properties in person, which automatically makes it seem more legit, you know? Yeah. When you can take a tour of the house, because they're able to hack into the digital real estate boxes, and then you're like, whoa, yeah, okay, a thousand bucks? Yeah, I'll give you two thousand to get started, and for my deposit and my, Man. you know, my, my uh, application fee. And then you think you're moving in, and then they never had the house to begin with and you're screwed, and you're out a bunch of money. So, as always, just be careful. I know sometimes it's and easy. That one's a deep... Yeah, it that's is. That's a deep one right I mean, there. you know, if you can hack into the boxes to get into the house, that's... That's, that's a, another level of criminality. Yeah. It's breaking and entering. You're absolutely right. And then there's the whole scam that's attached to it. So just be careful. Make sure everything is legit before you start handing over money via Venmo and Zelle, okay? Maybe, maybe even too legit. But as long as you don't quit, you're yeah. all right. British golfer Ian Poulter and American Mark Hubbard are tied for the lead after the opening round of the Heritage yesterday, the PGA Tour's second tournament back after its coronavirus suspension. It's being played in Hilton Head, South Carolina. 
No fans allowed on the course, but people have a bunch of homes and townhouses that, houses that line the course, and so they're watching from their decks and yards. So there is a little bit of an audience, just not a gallery, if you will, uh, that you may be used to. But you will see, see people on the TV that are watching the golf along with you, so there's that. Big J, the Pretty Reckless, has shared the official lyric video for Death by Rock and Roll, the first single from their upcoming fourth album. The title itself was inspired by the band's longtime friend and producer, Kato, who passed away on April of 2018. Taylor Momsen is somebody that you've talked to, I believe, six times in the last two weeks. And if you missed out on the origin of the song, this is what Taylor had to say about it specifically. The phrase came about about 10 years ago. Kato, our, our late producer and, and my best friend, he said, write a song about death and rock and roll. Something with death and rock and roll. And we started writing something, and it didn't really come to fruition. And then when he passed 10 years later, that came back around. And so that kind of became the anthem of this line, death by rock and roll. The album Death by Rock and Roll is expected to arrive in January of next year. The title track is currently number six song in the country. Pretty Reckless debuted back in 2010 with their first album, Light Me Up, then broke out in 2014 with Going to Hell, and that featured uh, three top five songs, Heaven Knows, Effed Up World, and Follow Me Down, and now they're building on that success again. So it's going to be good, and I guess that's the first I've heard that it's going to be January of next year that the album's coming out, so maybe that's an official word. I don't know. But uh, Taylor was pretty evasive about when the album was coming out when we asked her about it. So maybe this is new information or it could not be confirmed. But we could be looking at next year before you hear a full album of new Pretty Reckless stuff. Jay on 100.3, the X rocks. India is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big Jay. And it's good slash frightening to know that monkeys are so much like us, Big J. Oh, no. Now, most monkeys in this entire world are less than two feet tall. But did you know that even the two feet tall monkeys are as much as four times stronger than human beings? That's crazy. Yeah, a monkey will kick your ass if given the opportunity. I wonder how come they're so strong. They're angry. Primitive. And uh, today's We're Going to Hell story is all about one particular monkey named Kahlua. Uh, Now, Kahlua has been famous in India for the last couple of weeks because this particular monkey has gone on what authorities believe is a tear. Uh, It's been kicking people's asses. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? Sure. So here's the problem. They found out that this monkey was loose after they arrested a what they call an occultist in... Mizapur, which is a city there in India. And the occultist had warned the police that he had set his angry monkey free, and that's how he was going to get his revenge. Of course, everybody laughed, right? <laughs> uh, but what happened was, apparently, uh, this guy <laughs> had been feeding this monkey a regular diet of hard liquor and possibly other monkeys. You know, so it's a really oh my weird... God! It's a whole weird thing, right? It's a horror house. And so, this monkey had a uh, a taste for blood. And so, over the last two weeks, this monkey, named Kalua had somehow been able to tear through about 250 people. I mean, just randomly attacking a bunch of people, and then running away. Actually killed the dude, too. While on a rampage in India. I mean, killed the guy. And wow. then hurt 250 others. I mean, it was just on, like, a a rampage. 
Uh, but this week, zookeepers at the Kanapur Zoological Park were able to capture the primate. And here's where things get kind of dark, Big J. You see, they capture him and they realize, like, you know, he's, he's got a real problem, right? So they're like, maybe if we try to reassimilate him with his fellow monkeys, it'll make him realize that, you know, everything's okay. But of course, now they are theorizing because he was fed a monkey diet, this thing, when they put it in the cage with other monkeys, would just kill and eat the other monkeys, you see? Yeah, making him Caesar. And so, they, no, Caesar was the leader of monkeys. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's what happens. And once you become the alpha, and you eat everybody <laughs> no, else. Caesar didn't eat anybody. But what they have done is they deemed him too dangerous to live among his kind. Basically, they have sentenced him to solitary confinement for the rest of his life. Aww. The Kalua monkey is going to be living all by himself. That monkey is now uh, six years old and has been hostile towards zookeepers and has pretty much killed pretty much anything else it's been in a cage with. So this monkey's very angry, very strong, wants to fight. He'll take on anybody at any at any time. He'll take on all comers. Let's get him on Fight Island. He's an alcoholic. He's a, a, a cannibalist, essentially. And so he's a pretty bad monkey. Let's let John Jones get all roided up and fight. I don't think it's a good idea. No. Nobody, the, the, the UFC's not uh, my, a fight to the death is, yet. And this is, sounds awful, but in these circumstances, like quality of life for this uh, poor monkey, I mean, is, is terrible. I'm surprised they haven't euthanized him. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why what's going on over there, but uh, and then know. punish the owner who've been feeding him monkeys and keeping him drunk. Oh, that owner's dead. Oh, good. Well, then he got what he deserved. Uh, the monkey, however, they're trying to, you know, at least rehabilitate. Yeah, I mean, but he won't eat vegetables. He won't eat any other tip. I mean, he won't well, eat a banana. I mean, you don't have to have eaten a bunch of monkeys to not want to eat vegetables. <laughs> Although it helps. <laughs> Uh, and so now uh, the monkey has been sensed, sensed the basically life behind bars and all by himself. That's and, terrible. And they got a picture of the monkey. It looks friendly enough, but it doesn't look like it could kick your ass, but you never really know, I suppose. So watch out, I guess, is my lesson here. Watch out for alcoholic, cannibalistic monkeys. They are very angry. Reminds me of me. Morning after. You're alcoholic and cannibalistic? Yeah. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we are going to give you one more chance to qualify for the Stuck at Home Stimulus. That's next on the X Round. Holy crap! Right now on 100.3, the X rocks. All right, procrastinators, it's the very last day you can get yourself qualified because today's the day we are going to give away this whole stimulus package that includes a gigantic smart TV, a brand new recliner, a new Marshall Amp mini fridge, a one terabyte PS4, a Poke Audio surround sound system bunch of other stuff for your house as well it's all valued well over two thousand dollars and it's going to go to somebody it might as well be you so if you haven't qualified yet here's your chance to do so 208-287-1003 we play a game called gospel or total crap big jay's gonna read a statement that statement could be factual or it could be completely made up you have to tell us if it's gospel or total crap and if you are correct you are qualified if you are incorrect we hang up the phone and feel pretty bad about it but you have two more chances to qualify today before it's all said and done. Big J, do you have the official statement in front of you? I do. Then we are halfway home. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hi. Good morning, man. What's your name? Mitchell Ryder. All right, Mitchell, you're up first, or I guess you're up. Good luck to you. 
A coconut is officially classified as a mammal because it grows hair and produces milk. All right, think about that, Mitchell. Is that uh, gospel or total crap? That's crap. Right. Yeah, it's ap- absolutely correct because we all know that the coconut doesn't have a nipple. It's true. Uh, congratulations there, Mitchell. You are officially qualified for our stuck-at-home stimulus. It's exactly how it's supposed to work. Hang on just one second. We'll get some information from you and let everybody else know that you still have two more chances. 1240 today with Jason Drew. 540 later on this afternoon with Adam before Adam does the official grand prize drawing around 6 o'clock or so. So get in while you can. Play Gospel of Total Crap a couple more times today and hopefully get qualified for that stuck-at-home stimulus. Morton Stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by DB Supply. Right now at DB Supply, get $100 off the quiet and lightweight Honda EU220 ITA generator. Whether you need power for a campout you're doing or just an extra source of power for your home, do yourself a favor. Come grab a Honda at DB Supply, please. Thank you. Big J, 4th of July is coming up. You understand? Uh huh. City of Boise has already canceled the parade, but is rolling forward with the fireworks celebration. However, not really any details about what that's going to look like. I'm guessing it's got to be different than it has been in years past. Agree or disagree? I would think so, yeah. City Meridian is also doing something. There's been some rumors of maybe a drive-up fireworks kind of a thing or a fireworks drive-in, if you will, where everybody has to kind of stay in their cars. Stay in your car. uh, So that you're not migrating. I know they're not going to have like any kind of VIP area or anything down there as they usually do, but... What does that mean? There are even some places that have canceled their fireworks celebration. McCall comes to mind that have uh, put the kibosh on the whole 4th of July celebration. So health experts are saying, guess what? That means more people are going to buy some fireworks to have their own 4th of July. And you know what that leads to, right, Big J? Yeah. Uh, Partying? Yep. Uh, I'm going to say lost appendages. Yeah. Survey by... Orlando Health found that more than 40% of Americans say they plan to buy fireworks this year, and 16% gladfully answered the survey that they have no idea what they're doing when it comes to lighting fireworks. <laughs> yep, I'm going to buy them, and I don't know what I'm doing. It's a weird admission. It is. I agree. I agree. It's weird what we admit to when things are anonymous, though. Uh, and those purchases are a direct result of COVID-19 cancellations. Orthopedic surgeon resident Dr. Elizabeth Gibson says, quote, you have more inherent risk of people getting bigger and better fireworks than they usually acquire for themselves because there's not going to be these large aerial shows. So they may try to take it upon themselves to have the best fireworks in the, best fireworks in the neighborhood, baby, or the best fireworks show their family has ever put on. And people don't realize that that's how people lose thumbs, hands, eyes, etc., so do yourself a favor, celebrate this 4th of July, celebrate it safely, and let's not have a life-changing injury involved. How about that? Yeah, yeah, be careful where you stick those little tiny sticks of dynamite. Yeah, you don't want to lose something and never give it back. So pay attention, be safe, and careful. Yesterday we were all like, hey, we think Major League Baseball might have had a deal with the Players Union. Now we're like, oh, no, not so much. Uh, the players were given a 60-game regular season deal with getting full prorated salaries, and then the union disputed that yesterday and proposed a 70-game regular season with prorated salaries. The union's proposal will also have the players wear advertisement patches on the uniforms for the first time in a Major League Baseball history. I'm not sure why the players came up with that idea. It's not like they're going to get money for it. But uh, Maybe they're trying to help out. Rob Manfred said uh, pound sand, so we'll see what's going to happen. I don't know. It's more back and forth and more back and forth, etc., etc. 
So uh, the baseball deal that we thought was close yesterday, it appears to be not so close today. Disturbed has confirmed the rescheduled 2021 dates for its tour, celebrating the 20th anniversary of its debut album, The Sickness. The tour was going to feature Stained and Bad Wolves will now begin on July 7th of next year in West Palm Beach, Florida, and end with the date that is closest to us, the one in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, at USANA Amphitheater. The tour was originally slated for this summer. We'll feature the band performing many, but not all of the songs on The Sickness. It's not like they're doing the whole album or anything like that. But if you had tickets for the show that was supposed to happen this summer at Salt Lake, those tickets will be honored, and fans who cannot make the rescheduled date will be able to obtain a refund. Disturbed has written its last couple of albums kind of jamming together in a room, and Dan Donegan, who plays guitar for the band Disturbed, has said that uh, a while back that he enjoyed kind of getting together with his bandmates and working that way in, in kind of an isolated environment. We need to be in a room together. Even though it was, it's nice to have the technology and pro tools and the luxury of sending ideas back and forth, that's a good starting point, but there's something definitely more magical about being in a room together. And David Draymond has said that the band is right now in the early stages of working on a new album. And uh, Draymond lives in Hawaii right now. They're doing everything kind of digitally, so they're not together. But they are kind of getting the foundations together for maybe even new music coming by Disturbed. So they could have that anniversary tour and a new album coming out in 2021. We'll have to wait and see. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we have tickets to give away to the Wild West Brew Fest happening tomorrow at 5 p.m. at the Indian Creek Plaza in Caldwell. It's going to be awesome. A bunch of breweries are going to be out there for some tastings. It's free to attend, but you will have to purchase some tickets if you want to do the tasting. And these are those tickets that you are winning right now. You've got to be 21 or older, and we uh, you have to beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. You think you can make all those requirements? Then it's time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. That's a number you need to call if you would like to play it's that easy big j's got some questions for you hopefully you've got some answers good morning the x morning morning man who's this Arden. all right you're up first man what hollywood movie star plays himself in zombie land oh right that's correct uh nick who wrote the famous scary theme music from halloween the movie I believe that was the director of the movie, John Carpenter. Correct. That is correct. What is the name of the alternate dimension in Netflix's Stranger Things? Yes, I don't. That is correct. Uh, Nick, who is the only person to ever receive an Oscar nomination for acting in a Star Wars movie? The only person to ever receive an Oscar... All of the movies. For acting... Acting? Um, I will. It's only a guess because I really don't know, but I know he's been nominated for an Oscar, so I'll say Sir Alec Guinness. Yes, that's that correct. Right? Right. You're absolutely correct. Good job. Um, Jennifer Lopez has been engaged, engaged five times. Name one of those fiancés. Uh, Anthony something. Um, Anthony. Anthony. Oh. I honestly don't know. Oh, and, um, I know he's uh, Mark Anthony. Mark there Anthony. There you go. Is you that got right? it. You got right. it. Yep. Mark Anthony, Alex Rodriguez, uh, Chris Judd, and uh, Ogeny Noe. He, uh, she was never engaged to Ben Affleck? And Ben Affleck, yeah. Oh, okay. He was there, too. I was skipping over that. Uh, what 1970 movie marked the feature debut of Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh... 
Oh, okay. Is this... Um, I'm, I mean, impressed so far. You're doing great. I want to so. say... I could get the title wrong, but I want to say it's like either Hercules in New York or Hercules goes to New York. It's Hercules in New York. Right. Bam! So, yeah, you got it. Man, amazing. Um, who was the first player to play Jack Ryan on screen? Uh, Tom Cruise? That is incorrect. Wrong. Sorry, man. Good run, though. Did Tom no, Cruise ever play Jack Ryan? No. Okay. Good morning, the X. Hi there. Hey, how are you doing? Real good. How are you? Pretty good. Here comes Big J with a question for you. Who is the first actor to play Jack Ryan on screen? Uh, Tom Cruise. No, Wrong. No. Tom Cruise has never played Jack Ryan. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Here comes Big J with your question. Who is the first actor to play Jack Ryan on screen? Uh, uh, Wendell Pierce? Wendell Pierce is not correct. <laughs> From the wire. Hello, the X. Hey, Junk. How's it going? Good, good. Here's Big J with your question. Who is the first actor to play Jack Ryan on screen? Alec Baldwin, Hunt for Red October. There you go. Thank right. you. Putting a... Putting a T on top of that. Uh, Nick, three of Jim Carrey's blockbusters, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, all released in the same year. What year was it? Well, mid-90s. I'll say... 1994. <laughs> That's Is that right? right. Right. That's right. And I'm out of Yay! questions, man. You See? said some tough ones today. Congratulations. We uh, we got it all the way all down. You, bro. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Make sure y'all set for the Wild West Brew Fest coming up this weekend. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll do a run of headlines next on the act. Headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by our TDS Fiber text line. You can always reach us at 208-287-1003. TDS Fiber is your new choice for lightning-fast internet, TV, and phone. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Things are getting weird. Not cool. And told you things were weird. Uh, told you things were weird. In a post on Twitter, a user shared that he was hunting for an apartment and came across a very unusual site. A refrigerator that was painted to look exactly like Stewie Griffin from the animated television show Family Guy. To make the situation even stranger, the listing apparently did not make any mention at all of the cartoonish fridge. Hunting for apartments and nowhere in the unit description do they address the refrigerator looks like Stewie from Family Guy, the person wrote online, along with photos of the full-size kitchen appliance. He then said, this is the greatest day of my life. Those on the platform were very excited by the addition and encouraged the man to take it. Apparently, the fridge had been painted by hand by the previous uh, tenant who called the Stewie fridge, quote, her son, and that it made her very happy. Unfortunately for the mom of the cartoon fridge, she said she was unable to take him with her, and the person viewing the apartment did not say whether or not he had actually taken the apartment, but there is apparently a Stewie fridge out there somewhere. Nice. Would you like to partake? That'd be cool. It doesn't look like it's super complicated from the picture. I mean, it's just basically like, you know, like the the fridge part is painted like the overalls and the freezer part is painted like his face. (laughs) And it's got the stewy look to it. There's no doubt about it. But it's out there and it's strange. Stranger yet that she called it her son. That I'm really disturbed by that. I don't know why. Hmm. Things are getting weird or not cool. Not cool. Imagine finding your real estate agent living in your house, Big J. 
Recently, somebody posted on Reddit uh, asking advice about how to deal with a weird situation. They had discovered their real estate agent had been secretly living in their house for two days. The unnamed tenant explained the agent had come over unannounced early in the week to inspect the property, and they assumed that he had exited after this inspection was complete, but they soon discovered that a light had been left on in their spare room, and the door was locked from the inside. They messaged the agent to return and switch it off as they don't have the key to the room. That's when they say they got a reply from the agent saying, I'm still inside the house. They add that they then informed us that he was staying there for a few days and he had, quote, signed a contract and had paid deposits to be allowed to do so. The writer says they checked with their landlord and told this is not true. They concluded that the landlord made the agent leave and hand over his keys, but they worry he may have another set as he left his belongings behind in the room and the door locked. <laughs> this guy is a real estate agent that's down as his luck, Big J. And creepy. Yeah. You can't just do that. That's not okay. Wow. Uh, it would be a very weird and unusual situation. I don't like it. Go on, get. By the way, you're fired. Don't want you in the, And you're going to have to change the lock to that room is how that story ends. You yeah. You realize that, right? It's like 30 bucks, but probably worth the money. Kick that door in. Thump. Wrap it up with things are getting weird. The pandemic has changed many things, including how the CBS soap opera The Bold and the Beautiful has been filming. <laughs> the show is resuming after shutting down amid the coronavirus outbreak in March. And Bradley Bell, the show's head writer and executive producer, says in a way to keep the uh, in an effort to keep the cast and crew safe, they've decided to use blow-up dolls in all of their lovemaking scenes. Ooh la la! Bell told the New York Post, "We had put our heads together to try to figure out a way to make these scenes work without breaking the eight-foot distancing rule. So we brought out a doll we used a year ago as corpse. We posed, we posed it, and it was very convincing." It's a great doll, and we'll be using her with hair and makeup as a stand-in to, to match some of the actors. They said they're also using real-life spouses of actors as stand-ins for kissing and other intimate shots, so there's that. Oh. So that you don't have to make out with some rando. You can actually make out with your wife or significant other or husband if you want to. So there's that. They're trying to do it as best as possible. So now you know, like in like six or seven weeks when these shows start airing, you're watching people make out and get it on with dolls. The scary thing is it will be when you don't notice it. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I'm pretty sure that's a doll, I think. I don't Ugh. know. They look so real now. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. It's in this moment, the in-between here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3. The X rocks and Big J is doing something this weekend to inform, educate, and entertain you. And he needs a little bit of help. It's called the Longest Haul. Big J, let people know what it's all about. Yeah, it uh, tomorrow is a summer solstice, so it's the longest day. And... Um uh, the Alzheimer's Association for the last few years have been doing uh, fundraising around that theme for uh, a couple years, like I said. So, you know, I thought, hey, I saw an opportunity to pop up in my email. I said, hey, we're doing some stuff for the longest day. Here are some options and ways you could maybe help do some fundraising. And one of them was a game stream. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm in. And I thought, you know, what would be cool? The longest day, the longest haul. That makes sense to me. So I thought, I, you know, I'd do an extended, uh, you know, uh, stream of American Truck Simulator. We've talked about it here, joked around about it. And I thought, let's do this and have some fun with it. And, you know, normally that's the kind of thing you might see on Twitch or, or YouTube. Facebook has been trying to, you know, uh, gain a foothold in the uh, uh, 
gaming streaming uh, realm. And so I thought, hey, let's do this on the morning after page. And why not make it even bigger? And, you know, because of what we've learned through COVID-19, you know, we've been doing these Zoom interviews are, are a lot of fun. Perfect opportunity to maybe also do some interviews with some artists who, who might happen to have some connection to Alzheimer's. Um, that would be interesting. And so that's what's going to go down on Saturday, tomorrow, starting at 10 a.m. I'll be uh, playing American Truck Simulator. I'll be talking to um, uh, my sisters. Uh, we're going to talk about my mom a little bit, pay tribute to her. And then we've got you know, Brent from Shinedown. We've got Chris from Crowbot. Uh, we, and I pre-taped some of these interviews uh, with some of these artists. And then Mixie and Merritt uh, from Stitched Apart is going to be on there as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. Plus the chairman of the board of the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Idaho. Talk a little bit about what they do and, and how they help people. And Rick DeJesus too. Oh yeah, Rick DeJesus from Adelita's Way. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be entertaining, and uh, you'll see me in a cowboy hat most of the time. And have you planned out a trip, or your idea is just to play the game as much as you I can? haven't even listened. And to this morning, they just put out an update to the game, so I'm like, oh no, because that can cause all kinds of problems. I haven't even had a chance because I've been putting together all this stuff for the actual stream, all the presentations, and the way it looks, and those sort of things. And making sure all that works properly and because uh, that you know is technically sometimes very difficult so i haven't had a chance to play the game i haven't even had a chance to you know hook up because uh my daughter built me a, a gaming wheel i have she also bought this for me a couple years ago uh a wheel and uh, pedals and and a gear shifter but i haven't had a stand to put it on because you know it takes up a lot of room so she built a stand painted it and then her girlfriend put, uh, painted up the the um the logo for the longest haul mm-hmm. on the top of it it's just beautiful and amazing and very blessed to have such a wonderful family but so i haven't had a chance to even set that gaming thing up yet <laughs> it's gonna be a busy couple of hours it's gonna be a busy day today uh trying to get all that stuff done and then then you know the wife working in the house too so i can't make too much noise I think you're gonna have a blast tomorrow. That's yeah, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, and you know, interaction. So you can hop onto the morning after Facebook tomorrow, and during that time, you know, while we're driving and doing interviews, uh, you know, you can ask some questions, and you know, we'll talk about things and just have a good time. So check it out for yourself. It'll be on the Morning After's Facebook page. It'll be live for the whole run of it. And, of course, Big J is asking for some donations as well. The idea is to raise some money for the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Idaho. I mean, you know, I thought, why not? Let's let's put a goal on there of $5,000. Uh, I, I don't really foresee that happening. But you never know. And maybe somebody, uh, if y'all rich and you got spare money, help out. There you go. I like rich people. It's- going all the way to a fantastic cause so that's going to be happening tomorrow on the old interweb so check it out for yourself we're going to come back and give you a chance to win something with some bad impressions that's on the way on the x rock 100.3 the x and we'll get you tickets to an event happening tomorrow out at the uh, uh indian creek plaza in downtown caldwell the wild west brew fest and uh, we'll be out there broadcasting live starting at five o'clock this event starts at five and goes till ten it's free for the public and if you want to get in on the beer tasting well, that would be a good idea. Uh, you got to be 21 or older, of course, and have some money for that. But we're going to hook somebody up with a pair of tickets for it. You can pick them up while we're out there if you can figure out bad impressions here this morning. Phone number is 208-287-1003. It's the number you need to call if you'd like to play Bad Impressions, which works like this. Big J has got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, then you've got some events that you're going to tomorrow and hopefully feeling pretty good about it. Hello, the X. 
Hey, this is Dennis. All right, Dennis, you're up first, man. I won an Oscar for playing Ray Charles in the movie Ray. Second one. I was President Sawyer in White House Down and Django from Django Unchained. Okay, keep going. I was recently Little John in the movie Robin Hood. That probably won't help you. That, uh, Jamie Foxx. There you yeah, go. man. Way to go. Yeah, see, what did help. I don't think the Little John clue sealed it. But well done, Dennis. Hang on one second. It did. Dennis loved that movie. <laughs> I will make sure that you're good to go. Did you ever end up seeing that? I still haven't seen it, now. And why is Jamie Foxx in the news? Uh, he just uh, did an interview with somebody, and they were talking about the, uh, the movie that's been in development for him for a long time, and that is the Mike Tyson biopic, Nick. Uh, of course, he won that Oscar for playing Ray Charles, and he wants to do it again for playing Mike Tyson. And uh, he says, you know, six years, eight years isn't that uh, long to be in development when you consider some movies like this take 10, 20 years. Uh, it was first announced in 2014, hasn't made much progress. Uh, Martin Scorsese, for a brief period of time, was going to be, di- be directing it, but uh, they are going to go forward here. And um, he's, he's very excited. And, and Jamie Foxx has been working uh, and working out and trying to get into the physique to do this part. But he says uh, that. Uh, that they're going to be doing some technology stuff with making him look uh, younger for, for the younger version of Mike Tyson. Quote, and then just the technology of how I'm going to look. I guarantee you people will run up to me on the street and ask me for autographs and think that I'm Mike. Uh, he added, noting that he is undergoing a strict training rege- regime. Very nice. So he's going to get all bulked up and ready to go for it, huh? Yes. Well, uh, I tell you what, it's interesting, but if you get a chance... Uh, there was an HBO movie made back in the mid-90s called Tyson that was a biopic that was great. Great movie. Uh, it was uh, Michael J. White played Tyson, who looked just like him, and he played Spawn later on uh, in his career in the movie. And uh, George C. Scott was Customato, and it was a really, really good HBO movie back in the day. Uh, that was a biopic about uh, Michael uh, Mike Tyson, and so it did a really good job. Uh, I'm not sure a whole lot of people saw it because it was an HBO original film back in the 90s, but uh, it was pretty damn good, and we'll see. I mean, I imagine that Jamie Foxx is going to do a pretty good job doing it as well. Hell yeah. So it's coming soon to a theater near you whenever the hell that stuff starts up again when they make movies. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X. Bad Wolves and Sober here wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Friday. Thanks for hanging out with us on this 19th day of June. We appreciate it very, very much. Hopefully you have a big weekend planned for yourself. Events going on. Indian Creek Plaza tomorrow night, Saturday from 5 to 10. The Wild West Brewfest is going on, and Big J and the X is going to be broadcasting live from 5 to 7. they got beer and whiskey tastings along with live music, and it's a whole bunch of fun. It's open to all ages and it's free to attend. You can grab a mug and 12 tasting tickets for 30 bucks and have some fun tomorrow night. Big J's got the video game stream happening tomorrow, the longest haul, uh, 10 to 4 on the Morning After Facebook page. Got a couple more chances to qualify today. For uh, the X Stuck at Home Stimulus, which we're going to give away later on this evening, uh, 12.40 and 5.40. And, of course, Sunday is Father's Day, so a very busy, busy weekend, to be sure. But hopefully you have a great one, Big J. That leaves you with the floor. Yeah, make sure to tune in uh, tonight, uh, by the way, to Randy, who uh, he's doing a uh, 20 years uh, uh, CDs that have turned 20 years old, so a bunch of songs from that. And he was part of uh, that press conference that uh, the Deftones had about uh, their album White Pony, and he's going to be, uh, he's got a special blog that's going to be coming, plus he got a chance to ask a question. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, you can tune in tonight for that fun. That's uh, Organized Chaos right before Full Metal Jackie, so check it out this evening here on The X. We are out. Jason Drew is up next. See you Monday. It's the X Rock.